0: like this, seriously. <laughs> How's
1: that energy? Woo! Yeah! <laughs> John's like, shut the fuck up. We, we know, know I recorded it. It's going oh, on the podcast.
0: fabulous. Thank
1: <laughs> you, <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: I don't know who that Shh. was. Okay. <laughs> All right. We ready? Welcome to we Mr. We
1: need five Smear. seconds still. Oh, okay. You guys didn't shut up for five seconds, so...
2: <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Smear's Dungeon. How are you today? <laughs> Whoa, well, oh, I'm doing great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what are you doing Real? it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood a fabulous day in the neighborhood <laughs> won't you be mine won't you be my neighbor <laughs> only if I can consent by you <laughs> no we did not negotiate oh okay. alright <laughs> I wasn't even in the room Misty <laughs> uh, yeah but you were in charge oh <gasps> Okay. So, John.
1: welcome to Mistress Mia's Dungeon. (laughs) I'm your host, Master John. Johnny Hotcakes. Lord.
0: And with me tonight,
1: I've got the one, the only, the badass bitch, the motherfucker.
2: Mrs. Mia. Mia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, children. All right. And she brought with her the one, the only, we don't know why we keep her around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are not talking about who I think you're talking about, John. We know why we keep her around. Yes, we do. Because um, she lets me torture Yes, she exactly. lets me torture her.
1: It's Misty. <laughs>
2: We're the sodomy tools for tonight. The sodomy twins. Yeah, we oh, the oh, no, no, oh. sodomy tools, John. We need oh, the sodomy, sodomy tools. tools. Yes. Okay. We need to sodomize. Ah. All right.
1: That only there's me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if
1: you're, I'm the sodomizee.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I did not consent to that. All you right. You did
0: take a shower.
1: I did take a shower. So, and I washed my ass.
0: We're going to pick oh, up where we left oh off. Oh, baby. <laughs> was that implied consent? I'd mm, like to clarify. No.
1: That was on my limits list. Okay.
2: okay. So this is part two of our non-consensual consensual Whatever. Consent violations.
1: <laughs> Talking consent.
2: Talking consent. And Here we go. Today
1: we're going to start with consensual non consent. Yes. Which can be very confusing, especially for new people.
2: Can we do it? C. I
0: thought it C- was C- non consensual consent. Wrong song.
1: Consensual non consent, non consensual consent. Same thing. <laughs> they both are CNC.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, according to BDSM glossary On <laughs> FetLife.com Because FetLife is the new Wikipedia Of BDSM Apparently. So you should take everything from there
2: Are they the BDSM police though, John?
1: No, we are
2: Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we have talked about that before People come to us and I'm just like We're not the BDSM police No, we're not
0: I know, no. They tell on people It's like Why? Why are you telling me? Well,
1: because consent gets violated, and they don't know where to turn, and they need—they want somebody. They look to the leaders. They look to the leaders in the community, and
2: and they.
1: (laughs) 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 But consent, consent is a big thing, you know. Wow!
2: Okay, being <laughs> serious, you may commence. I'm trying Johnny. to do a
1: podcast.
2: Here. Go ahead, commence, John.
1: Commence the
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Okay, according to FetLife.com, <laughs> c c is a mutual agreement that, within defined limits or subject to a safe word or other restrictions and to common sense, consent activities without foreknowledge of the exact action planned. So we've talked about that before We'll do a scene And you don't know what's going to happen Because I haven't really figured it out yet We're just going to do shit okay. <laughs> And you're just like Okay let's
0: do it I just know what, what tools you're bringing mm-hmm.
1: You know what tools I'm bringing You don't know what I'm going to do with them Because I going to play shit with them
0: <laughs> And the tools that he
2: brings are Misty with the lotion in the basket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she puts the lotion on the skin.
2: You would
1: like that shit if I stuck you in a hole.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying.
2: You're not saying no. No. Anything. I think it's implied though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a fancy way of saying, do what you want as long as I haven't used my safe word and nobody is gravely injured. At least that's how I read it. I don't know if that's exactly how I read it, but CNC is often tied to edge play, knife play, kidnapping play, rape play, race play, and other types of play that has an element of resistance or fear. For re- reactions to be more genuine, a majority of the scene may be left undiscussed. Okay, normally when we talk about consensual non consent, we're talking about a rape fantasy or a deduction fantasy. Mm-hmm. CNC, in no way, let me say it again, in no way, means that they do not have the right to say for it at any time. As with any type of scene, anyone involved has the right to withdraw consent at any point before or during play. You also have the right to refuse aftercare, even if that was previously negotiated. Please understand that you cannot remove consent after the fact. If you expressly agreed to play with informed consent, you cannot state that consent was broken simply because you regret something or struggle processing your thoughts and feelings. Right. That's important. So explain that. You can't go into a scene, agree to the scene, you've consented to the things that are going to happen. The things that you did were not implied consent. They were actually negotiated. And now that it happened, And it's a couple days later and you're coming back down and you regret what happened. You can't go back and say somebody violated your consent because they didn't. Right. And that happens a lot. We've had parties where people will come back to us and say my consent was violated when the truth is they agreed to it. Mm -hmm. But now they feel bad because their boyfriend didn't like what happened or because they feel bad about something that they did. Even though it was consensual. And just because someone throws a party doesn't make them liable for a consent violation, whether or not it whether it happened or not. Right. You know, you throw a party, you have a venue, you give people a place to play. The people playing are the ones responsible for what happened. <clears throat> Please understand that you cannot remove oh, we already said that. <laughs> if you do feel as though something isn't right or didn't happen as you expected, communicate with your partner. If it was a service top or a one-time play partner at a party, party, reach out. If you aren't able to talk to them, reach out to m- members of your community that you trust. And that's when people come to us. Right. And they come, they reach out to us and we've talked to people. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've, <clears throat> we've counseled people. We've taught people. We've given people resources. Hey, we understand that this happened. Here's some videos. Here's some things to read on consent, on negotiation, on the type of play that you're doing, and just try to help both sides understand what actually happened and how to move forward in the future so that it doesn't happen again.
0: Right. You've, you've pulled two parties together so that they could talk to each other. You know, you help to mediate that.
1: But what we don't do is go back and say, this person is a consent violator. Don't play with this person. When somebody comes to us in confidence, that's in confidence. Mm-hmm. And we don't go back out and and badmouth that person or try to undermine that person in the community. We try to build that person up so that they can play safely and and continue to grow right. in their BDSM play.
2: And, you know, again… I'm sorry, um you know, when you're just like Misty and I said earlier in the last episode, for example, when we do a scene, we purposely say during that scene, "Hey, at any time, you know you can say, "red, yellow, green, tell us how you're feeling, you know, and even if it is the first time they might go out of subspace a little bit, right? but it's still important that you know you continue to communicate, you know.
1: And I think it's really important, and I tried to emphasize it when I was reading it, just because it's consensual non-consent doesn't mean that you have consent to do whatever you want. Absolutely not. It means you had intense negotiations beforehand. You've talked about these things, and not only have you talked about, I can do this, you've talked about, how are you going to do this, and how is this going to happen? If you're talking about edge play and fire play and knife play, Yes, you can use a knife. No, you can't actually cut my throat with it. <clears> throat> so, it's really important to remember: you still get to say it for it, you still get to say no, and they still are required to stop.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, Bella and, I, Bella and I did a scene the other day, and we went over everything with this person at the very beginning. Do you have any health issues? Have you had seizures? You know, do you have any heart conditions? You know, are you diabetic? Right. You know, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of times elderly people over the age of 50, Mm -hmm. you know, over the age of 60 or 70, you know.
1: Why do you (laughs) keep looking at me when you say (laughs) elderly?
2: We had someone come in. They were ninety two, you know. Right. And so we cover all the. Uh, what medication are you on? Do you have any allergies? And they look at you quizzically, thinking, "Why do you want to know these things?" You know. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think we ask them. Is like, have you had a bowel movement today? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what is your name and date of birth? You know, yeah. <laughs> these are the things we don't ask. <laughs> but you know, we try to know what year it is. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to attention? But you know, we cover all these things for that reason, right? You know. Right, and
1: some of the people that come in, they've been doing it for decades. Yes. But we still have to be careful. We have Absolutely. to adjust. As we grow older, we adjust how we play. Absolutely. Now that we understand the various degrees of consent, we get to talk about the hard stuff. The next two definitions are not ones I necessarily agree with. I hold the personal belief that any breach of consent classifies a violation, whether intentional or accidental, a serious discussion is needed to rectify that wrong. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Violation is violation, but the way you approach it should be different. If it's an accidental violation versus it's they did it on purpose. If they did it on purpose, now it's not only a violation, it's abuse.
0: Right. If there's a reparation that can be made, then you work on making that. And if it was an intentional violation, then you know that that might not be reparable.
1: No, and we've we've talked about consent violation and not undermining other people that do it, but we're talking about accidental.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If we know that somebody's consistently violating consent and is a dangerous person in the community, we're not going to protect that person. Yeah. No. You know, if somebody's an abuser, somebody is out of control and violent, they need to be dealt with with through legal means. Right. Through com- because, honestly, they're criminals. So, tell us about consent violation.
0: Well, consent violation defined is a purposeful disregard or breach of someone's boundaries, um, also of someone's trust.
1: So when when people say consent violation they're saying they did it on purpose and that's what we talked about in the last episode when i said consent violation has really become a buzzword and it's really a misnomer because when they say consent violation that it almost all, every time it that's was good. it was yeah it was unintentional It wasn't done on purpose. The people involved felt bad afterward, and they tried to make it right.
0: So now they're calling that a consent accident, a a breach of boundaries or consent through unintentional means, such as miscommunication or misinterpretation of responses.
1: Right, and that happened. That's the one that everybody does. Everybody makes mistakes inside BDSM, outside BDSM vanilla relationships, work relationships, relationships with your family. Everyone has miscommunications. Everyone crosses boundaries unintentionally. So to hold people accountable in such a high, to such a high standard in the community and saying you don't ever get to make a mistake is not really reasonable or realistic. Right.
0: But you know, you get to make a mistake, but you need to learn from that mistake so, right. so that you don't continue to do that. And and I think that is a high standard that in this community we need to maintain because we do things that can be dangerous.
1: Right. And making a mistake is okay. Mm-hmm. Continuing to make the same mistake isn't a mistake Right. Anymore. Right. So... <clears throat> Let me continue.
0: Okay. While I understand breach of consent can be accidental, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth to have it listed as an option. A violation in any form will always be a violation. However, stating it was an accident can cause it to be brushed aside with a compulsive, I'm sorry. To me, that removes the responsibility of one or both the individuals involved. Okay, mm.
1: so she's taking a pretty hard line, but that does make sense. Saying "I'm sorry" is not the same as making it right.
0: Right, absolutely. And and you know, <laughs> that's everything that you've been saying, and that you and me have done. It's not just about "I'm sorry." It's about how do we repair this, um, and and how do we make an amends? Sorry is just a word, right. and amends is taking action. Um, about what I'm going to do differently.
1: Right. Doing everything we can for the person that we've offended. Mm -hmm. Showing them that we're sincere and that we're trying to learn from whatever it was that we did. But not only are we trying to learn, but we're trying to help others learn as well. Right. So that it doesn't happen to someone else. And it can be as simple as just, you know, pulling someone's hair when, Mm -hmm. when they didn't want you to. You know, a lot of... I think a lot of this can... She's talking a lot about consensual non-consent and a lot of dangerous things. Yeah, those things get out of hand real quick. Right.
2: So I think what happens too is if we were all in like a church for example and we're all part of a church we're all Baptists say for example. Really? We all (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be Catholic? Because I'm Catholic. We can be women. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about being Catholics. Okay. Okay. So when we go to Catholic functions for example we all behave like normal adults Mm -hmm. and when we for example go to you know a public dungeon We should all be, you know, behaving like normal functioning adults. Right. We shouldn't let our roles, for example, you know, allow us any type of, you know.
1: Right. I'm a dom. Yeah. I see a sub. So I go over there and start pulling their hair or choking them or slapping them on the butt. Sure. No. (laughs) I'm a dom. That's a sub. It's not my sub.
2: Yeah, it's just like if you if you to went to church things.
1: and you you're a man and you see a woman, that's a woman, but it's not your wife, so you don't get to go over there and start grabbing her Grab tits
2: in <laughs> <Yeah, and> church. <laughs> sure. So why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. Her husband <laughs> grabbing her tits <laughs> in church.
1: That means I have permission too because I'm a man. I'm going to do it too. No.
2: And I think have a little bit of common sense. You're you're taking the step of BDSM way past you know what it should go. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're just all supposed to treat each other like normal adults,
1: right? In right. a functioning situation, just because we're in a highly sexualized environment, yes. doesn't give us permission to do whatever we want.
2: Yes, and that happens a lot with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know. Anywho.
1: <sighs> all right. Yes. I will use these two terms as reference to make it easier to understand intent. Intention is not often talked about in my community. As such, the first time I was asked what my intention for play was, I was utterly lost on how to answer. For the record, I intend to get a caning is not an acceptable answer. Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: I intend to get a caning. Now, you can bloody my ass. No. Right. No. No.
1: That, that leaves a lot of room for implied consent. Right. <laughs> Why is intention important? What does it mean? Who actually breaks it down enough? Who actually breaks it down enough that it matters? I don't know what that means. The answer to the third question is master. Because let me tell you, play does not exist until I have the correct answer.
0: Yeah. So who actually breaks it down enough that it matters? You do. The master. The master. So so you're the one that says, are you willing to do this? Do you want to do this? Right. Do you want to? Yeah.
1: Right. So I don't think she's saying that the dom, I'm saying the person that's answering the question is the master of the question. What is your tent has to come from that person. Not necessarily the dom or the sub, it's whoever is asking the question. Okay. So, what does intention mean? (laughs) I know. I know. She worded that really bad. This is going
2: south real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everything in kink is intentional. I've never met a person that doesn't have a reason for what they do. A brat pushes buttons to get attention. A puppy jumps and barks for playtime. A dom sets a rule for a specific reason. A masochist may beg to receive more pain or push their boundaries. I strive to anticipate. Everything I do is built on the intention of easing the stress on my master and my spouses. I try to make sure chores are done, bills are paid, reminders are set, phone calls are made, and or anything else I find that is useful. My intention in play is far different. My intention is to please. Jojo is a good girl with few boundaries. Since I prefer to not know our play ahead of time, I'm often taken off guard and my reactions are quite genuine. It also means that whenever master leads, I follow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm not following this, but we're going to keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's kind of interchanging. She's, she's
1: she going back and a forth. Yeah. She is a submissive. She's telling a story about a girl now.
0: And, but, but she also talks about her master.
1: All right. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, can we
2: jump down? Because (laughs) honestly, we're reading this and we see this interaction, but our listeners aren't going to see it.
1: Yeah. And it's going from dialogue to. Yeah. So it's giving examples of why attention is important. So, yeah, we can skip down. Go ahead.
2: You can be trusted by a community and violate my trust at home. I can communicate with you and you can refuse to listen. You can have polished reputation. You can have a polished reputation and keep your cruelty behind closed doors. It sounds like an abuser. <clears throat> you can be experienced, but be without patience for me to learn. Do you intend to just take what you want without regard to my needs? Do you intend to hold me to high standards without educating me on how to meet them? do you intend to see me cry from cruelty or catharsis do you intend for me to fear your words and movements or to revel in properly applied correction do you intend to use and abuse me without my expressed consent if so you will most likely violate my consent in the most cruel and intentional of ways i need to specify that i ask these questions for my role as a submissive in no way does this mean that only d types can violate consent purposefully Manipulation, use of guilt, abuse of safe word, continuous disregard of negotiated rules, and ignoring stated limits are all ways that an S-type can purposefully violate a D-type's consent.
1: And that's that's really important.
2: Yes, it is. Because
1: manipulation is a huge, in any relationship, but oftentimes we see it a lot in BDSM where they'll try to manipulate. They'll try to... Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. I can't really think of a good example of manipulation. They're all good. bad.
0: <laughs> that means that I'm not manipulating.
1: But, you know, it's not okay to negotiate a scene and then you go through the scene and then you didn't like what happened. So now you're blackmailing your Dom or you're doing all these things saying, well, I'm going to say you did this and I'm going to say you did that. Because there's real consequences to the things that we do if people decide that they're going to. If they're going to say that the consent was violated, right? There's legal there's ramifications. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. The
1: type of manipulation. You do this if you loved me.
2: Oh, there you go. There you go.
1: Guilt. You never think about how stressed I am when you ask me to do this. Abuse of a safe word. Using your safe word to stop mutually agreed upon punishments. Disregard of rules. I know I asked you to make sure I take my pills, but I've been skipping them because I just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Ignoring limits. We agreed that any partner I had sex with would be SED tested first. However, I slept with someone last week who wasn't tested, and I didn't tell you.
2: Ooh. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> as vast as I am sure your imagination is, there are plenty more examples of how people can violate consent intentionally or accidentally. So... <clears throat> You know, a lot of times we think about the dom being abusive or the dom, but these are ways that the sub can be abusive, too, and and the dom should end the relationship with the sub. And a lot of times, subs will be like, well, my dom just didn't think I was good enough or my dom didn't. But trust goes both ways. If the dom can't trust the sub, then there shouldn't be a relationship there either. Right. Not just the sub has to be able to trust the dom. All right. (laughs) Consent Accidents. We've talked about this non-disclosure of medical history. Do we do that on purpose? Not necessarily. You know, well, we might not. We just may not think about it.
0: That's why it's important. You know, a lot of the responsibility is on the dominant. Um, it, it shouldn't be, but the thing is, is if you're the the sadist and you're inflicting pain, or you know, creating some of these scenarios. Um, where there might be mental um, humiliation, or then you need to cover your ass mm-hmm. and ask these questions. Some of
1: us have preferences on who we are willing to play with in regards to health, mental, or physical. So if somebody has mental health issues and you want to play with degradation and humiliation, maybe you don't want to play with somebody that has mental health issues because it's going to go too far. Right. Right. Or if you have physical things, you don't want to play with electricity with somebody that has a pacemaker. Um, It says a prime example of this happened to Master. And I see what you're saying now. She refers to her master Master as Master, which is kind of confusing as we read. He always asks the same questions before he will give someone a tasting of electrical play. One of his questions is about metal and or medical implants. Metal plates in the body can heat up and give internal burns if electrified too much. And, you know... I had to learn that the hard way. I played with somebody, and she said, oh, that felt weird in my knee. I was like, really? What happened? i have pins in my knee. Oh. Oh. Well, that's a question I should have asked before we started to play. And, you know, but you you make mistakes. It wasn't a consent violation. Right. It was an accidental violation.
0: And she has to take responsibility as well for not sharing it. If you're going to do electrical play and, you know, you have pins in your knees, I mean, shit. Right. Well she didn't
1: think about it. I didn't think about asking it if I would have asked the right question, But we don't know the right questions to ask until we – that's how we learn. That's right. how we learn anything in life. We learn to walk by falling down. We learn to run by learning how to walk, mm-hmm. you know. So we all have to go through this period where we have to figure out what questions we need to ask for the type of play that we're into. We, we've had I've, – I've had several – Incidents where I should have asked more questions or better questions. Um, Unexpected outcomes. On some occasions, one type of play mutates into another. Less, Less desirable type of play. One instance happened at a local event last year. A guy was on master's table, and they were doing knife play. He had been on master's table many times before, and they both were comfortable playing together. They agreed to knife play, combined with electrical play but no blood play or breaking of skin. The scene was going fine until the bottom had a knee-jerk reaction he never had before. He reached up and grabbed the knife. As you can imagine, he sustained a fairly good cut on his palm and it bled plenty. Purely by accident, we were now dealing with blood. So, they negotiated, no blood play.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He got hurt, and there was blood. So, was that a consent violation? You could say that, but it was an accidental violation. Right. Nobody did that on purpose. Accidents happen in play. There are times that blood, urine, vomit, and other bodily fluids come into play when they are nowhere near the negotiations. It is still considered a consent breach, especially if those things are on a limit list. (coughs)
0: Alright.
1: Okay. We'll talk about types of consent violations.
0: Sure. Ignoring a safe word. Whether you use the stoplight system, green, yellow, red, a single safe word, a visual cue, an audio cue, or your own check-in colors, they must be respected. In my own personal beliefs, I cannot think of a single instance when ignoring a safe word would be considered acceptable. Nor can I. Coercing consent. Repeatedly asking someone to do something they won't until they agree until they agree is coercion. Obtaining consent while someone is in an altered mind state is coercion.
1: And coercion is not consent.
0: Correct. Playing off script. This one depends on the type of consent you have with your partner. For some, adding non-negotiated things to a scene like an additional person, a new kink, etc., can be a violation. This does not apply to everyone. So if it hasn't been negotiated and, you know, if we're doing a scene um, and I'm on the cross and you're using your whip and then somebody else comes up and starts caning or using a whip, we didn't agree to that. Right. Right.
1: And that's not consensual anymore because you didn't consent.
0: Correct. Removing the ability to safe word. This is a general statement, but does depend on your dynamic. There are those who play without safe word, this is their choice. However, if you are playing with someone who does and you leave them unable to use it, such as gagging without a visual safe word, then you are violating their consent.
1: Okay, and then it goes in case by case Intoxication I try my best to never judge Those who play differently than I do Some people play with alcohol, drugs Marijuana or medication in their system I do not, I refuse to play with anyone Who has, if someone tells me They are sober and it turns out they aren't This is purposefully deceitful Mm -hmm. If someone has an adverse Reaction to regular medication That is an accident Okay Big difference Yeah I know that I only have scratched the surface of consent and violations. There are far more than those listed here. The most important thing I want you to take from this is to communicate, regardless of circumstances. If you feel something happened that shouldn't have, or your consent was left in question, bring it up. Talk about it. Make it important. Because it is important. We are human. We make mistakes. I may have never intended to break your consent or cross a boundary. I cannot fix it if you don't bring it to my attention. That's a big thing. We've talked about that several, several, several times. If yeah, you don't tell me I'm doing me. something that you don't like, how am I ever going to know that you don't like it? So if, if you let me do it, I'm going to think that you like it, and we're going to keep doing it. So you've got, we've got to tell each other, hey, this is something I really don't like. All
0: right. So. I think about, you know, the, the person that we had, Mia strapped up the other day and, you know, even though his face was covered, um, you know, we still talked about ways that he could communicate his safe words. Um, so that's important. If, if you can't communicate a safe word, um, or, you know, you don't give them the ability to move their fingers or some kind of cue, then, yeah, then that is definitely crossing boundaries and it's dangerous very much so
1: mm-hmm. I think it's important to remember too like Mia said we're all adults act like adults remember that we're all humans and treat each other with, like human
0: some of us you are know,
1: kittens some of you want what, want to be treated like <laughs> animals, animals but we still respect <laughs> each other right. we still respect each other's limits if one person is not having fun with what they're doing, it's not play anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the reason we call it play is because we're we're role-playing, we're having fun, we're doing these things, it's all consensual. As soon as somebody's not having fun anymore and doesn't want to be there, consent is over.
0: Right.
1: But you have to speak up for yourself and say, hey, because one person's not going to know consent's over unless the other person tells them. So there's a lot of ways to accidentally violate consent. And those, you know, you learn from those. But if you're this doing some it on
0: serious shit, man.
1: serious shit, if you're doing it on purpose. That's abuse,
0: right? And criminal, right? And I'm we're not. gonna fuck you up. No, we're not.
2: <laughs> so if they talk to you directly after you violate their consent, instead of like making like a say write up big post on Fat Life, you know, for everyone to read, that that isn't right. Or
0: Should
1: they talk to you? You know, that's really kind of chicken shit. No, honestly, that's a consent violation in itself. You didn't. We weren't. I never consented for the world to know what we were doing. You know, if we're if we're having a BDSM scene, that's between us. And if we didn't negotiate, hey, I want to be humiliated publicly, and you you have permission to talk about what we did, and then you go out and talk about what we did. That's a consent violation in itself.
0: Yeah, my um, clinical opinion <laughs> <laughs> is <laughs> that know, those are kind of double standards. There. You know, if, yeah. if they don't talk Sweeties. to you first, and and they put this shit up on FetLife or some kind of message board, it, you know, it is. Um, yeah, clinically, that's called chicken shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and they're pussies. We see that so, all the time. Um, we see yeah. that
0: all the time. We see. It
1: all, we see. People do it all in the time. In every
0: country, every state, we see It is just it is, just, it is immature yeah. and and it's someone who has insecurities and they don't know how to talk to people, and they're always gonna put themselves in a victim position. So there, that's the real clinical issue. Gotcha.
1: Well, we see that all the time. We see it when people in a relationship, and they break up, and they put it all over From Facebook. Facebook. You know? oh, God, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: All right, that was fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah, don't be a victim,
1: unless you want to be.
0: Right now, don't victim blame. Don't victim blame um, unless you're playing a role.
1: <laughs> oh, you're gonna be my victim tonight. I,
0: oh, yay! <laughs> mm, it's about time. It's about no. damn time. Yeah, that's right. It's about damn time. <clears throat> Alright,
1: well, until next time, make all your consensual fantasies become realities.